Roshanah per Gimel Mishnah Gimel 3.3. The next three Mishnayas will discuss which animal should be the source of the shofar for various times in the Jewish calendar when one is required to blow the shofar. So there aren't just one on Roshanah, but actually three different times where one is required to blow the shofar. One is every Roshanah, the first day of Tishrei, as we know the mitzvah. The second is on the 10th of Tishrei, that's Yom Kippur, on the Yovel, the Jubilee year, which happens once every 50, five zero years. Um, the purpose of that blowing is to announce and to effect the release of all Jewish slaves, even a Nirza, someone who decided he wanted to stay in slavery, working for his master in perpetuity, goes free at the Jubilee year upon the 10th of Tishrei, when that shofar is blown, as well as the return of ancestral lands um, to their their shavit, their original owner. In Eretz Yisrael. Um, and then there's a third time, which is the Mitzvah Doraisa is to blow trumpets, not a shofar, but trumpets, um, at the time of national calamity, uh, specifically wars, but the truth is, as we'll see over there, also other types of, of national um, catastrophe and impending catastrophe. Rahman So there's the Mitzvah to blow trumpets and uh, in the base of Mikdash. In all three of these scenarios, Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Kippur of the Yuval, of the Yovel year, as well as when there's public tanesios, um, fast days, um, decreed because of different um, impending calamities, the both trumpets and shofar are blown in the base of Mikdash. And the focus of our mission will be what goes on inside the base of Mikdash. The source that reason to blow both shofar and trumpets is actually a puzzle in Tehillim. The puzzle says, B'chatzrotzros v'kol shofar hariyu l'fnei ha-melech Hashem. With trumpets and the sound of the shofar, you will blast before the king Hashem. And the Gemara Darshans are there in in Tavchav Zayin and Rosh Hashanah, that Lifnei Melech Hashem is a reference to whenever Lifnei Hashem comes up, before Hashem it means in the base of Mikdash. So when that happens, we're blowing both chatzotzrots, trumpets, as well as shofar, an animal's horn. Okay, we do them together. So here in Mishnah Gim, we'll talk about what goes on on Rosh Hashanah. We start off by saying, Shofar shel Rosh Hashanah shel Yael, the ideal source for the shofar, the horn blown in Rosh Hashanah, is from the animal called the Yael, says the Tanakhama. Most identify the Yael as the ibex. Um, these are kind of like mountain goats, if you will, that live um, in Eretz Yisrael. You have to sort of see what it is. They're famous for having very um, long, impressive um, horns. The horns actually kind of bend back. Um, and nevertheless, they're, they're bending back. They're only bending back in that one dimension. And therefore, the mission says they are pashut. They are straight. And according to this Tana here, you want to have straight horns for blowing your shofar, um, as opposed to the ram's horn, which is like a curly cue and, and bent, because it's all about tefillah on Rosh Hashanah, on Beseeching Hashem for a good din. And when you pray, says the Tana, what you need is you need to have um, pshitos, you need to be straight, straight like an arrow, um, and straightforward when you engage with Hashem. And therefore, the straight horn of the Yael, the Ibex, is the ideal choice. Now, that part is applicable, says this Tana, um, on Rosh Hashanah, whether you're in or outside the base of Mikdash. But from here on out, the rest of the mission will focus what goes on in the base of Mikdash um, to the exclusion of elsewhere. It's just the base of Mikdash. Ufiv mitzupazahav, the mouthpiece of the shofar that's blown 
in the base of Mikdash. It's not just made from a Yael, but it's made from a Yael's horn, an Ibex horn, and then it is gilt. It's covered in gold. The Gemara says actually the exact place where the mouth goes um, wouldn't be covered in gold because that would act as a chatzitza, something that would interpose between the person doing the blowing and the horn itself, the shofar itself, and therefore that little bit at the end is not covered in gold, but the rest of the horn is covered in gold. This is to bestow covered on the day. So you have this um, golden Yael shofar being blown in the base of Mikdash. And then on either side of that shofar, you have trumpets blowing. These will be silver trumpets that accompany the blowing of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Shofar ma'arech. When the blowing is done, the shofar extends for a longer period of time. And the time that they blow the trumpets on either side is for a shorter duration of time so that the um, the shofar continues on afterwards. Because, of course, the mitzvah of the day of Rosh Hashanah is to blow a shofar. And therefore, while you are adding accompaniment with the horns, they need to, the trumpets, they need to, um, need to stop and the blowing of the shofar persists um, to give prominence and fill the mitzvah, etc., of the day of Rosh Hashanah. Um, now, good, we'll stop We'll stop there. Um, the truth is, is there's more to say, and we'll discuss Halach Lamaisa here because in a few Mishnahs we'll come back to this and discuss Halach Lamaisa.